Welcome to this edition of the Dan Rayburn Podcast, a show that curates the streaming media industry news of the week that matters most, unvarnished, unscripted, and providing you with the data and analysis you need without any of the hype. The pulse of the streaming media industry. Here's your host, Dan Rayburn, with co-host Mark Donegan. Welcome to the Dan Rayburn Podcast. I am Dan Rayburn, and joining me today is a special guest. So I don't have co-host Mark Donegan today. I'll have him back next week, but uh, based on some news that Google put out this morning, uh, Dave Riesfeld, who's a CDN engineer over at Google Cloud, was nice enough to, to come on the podcast, and we're going to talk about what what Google announced this morning, which is really a big deal for those in the video space, especially those in the infrastructure and video delivery side, because Google announced a, a media CDN product. So, Dave, thanks for joining me today, and maybe just start off by talking about high level the news that you announced uh, and what Google Cloud is now offering from a video delivery standpoint. Oh, fantastic. Well, Dan, thanks so much for having me on the pod today. I uh, really appreciate that. Uh, so Google today is announcing our general availability of our media CDN offering. This is actually Google's second content delivery network platform um, where this specific new platform is designed specifically for uh, streaming you know, VOD, live, as well as large file downloads. Uh, and so this new platform is uh, being released at NAB today. So you talk about some of the different things there, small object, software downloads, live streaming on demand. The way I understand it today, the product as you release it, it's not doing live streaming. It's doing on-demand video. So can you talk a little bit more just in terms of uh, where this is rolled out from a country standpoint, where you're actually selling it? And then preview a roadmap of what does the product look like going forward down the line. Sure. So, uh, so today we are rolling out worldwide for our video on demand, as well as for the software download portions of the CDN market segment. Um, we are working on uh, building out our live video streaming offering, and that's going to come out a little bit later this this calendar year. Um, as I'm sure as you can kind of appreciate, right, each of the CDN video segments require a slightly different uh, nuanced network. And we're working on putting that together uh, so that customers have a great quality of experience, globally consistent ex experience. Okay, so live is going to come. So it's starting off with VOD. And as far as the customers you're targeting, let's talk about that because you and I spoke about Google having a minimum commit here of 10 petabytes a month. On average, obviously, you'll be flexible there depending on the customer. But can you talk about the sweet spot of who you're targeting with this and also how is it sold? Is it is it direct or people signing up on the customer signing up via the website? Sure. So great questions. Um, I think so for, for starters, in terms of the size of customer that we're going after, um, this platform is designed for customers that need terabits per second of capacity or petabytes delivery a month. Uh, this is not designed for a small, uh, kind of small streaming operation. Um, so the customers that we're finding most interest on this are, you know, the typical fare that you might find for, uh, the kind of large stream vendors, the large content, uh, media players out there. Um, as well as we're also seeing a lot of interest in the war and from the game downloading co customers as well. 
Dave, when we're thinking about why Google would enter the market, obviously they're not getting into the market to try and, you know, make a couple million dollars, even a hundred, two hundred million dollars from from media delivery, right? That's not the point. Uh, the point of this, obviously, is that you have a larger business in the Google Cloud side for other products and services, of which I assume your customers are saying, hey, part of that business is also media. So when you think about the service you have to bring them from a scalability standpoint, you're taking advantage of GGC, Google Global Cash, and obviously the, the YouTube infra- infrastructure out there, which I, I don't know if it's the largest network in the world. My guess is it probably is. I don't know if you can say if it is or not, but... What are you leveraging off of that network for the media CDN? Well, so I, I think for, for starters, uh, the media CDN platform is definitely leveraging components of the YouTube uh, caching platform, but it's not exactly the entire YouTube platform. Um, we built out a new control plane, a new data plane to allow customers to have control of this platform. Um, if you think about it, what the YouTube platform is, it's a closed environment. It was literally, it's one of the largest commercial CDNs. But up until this point, it was a private CDN. No one else was using the platform, just YouTube. With Media CDN, this is the first time that that Google Cloud customers can actually take advantage of this platform. So part of the challenge for us was to build out the control and the reporting functions that customers need. In general, though, back to your question of why get into this market in the first place, we look at this as part of a more comprehensive solution uh, from a from a strategy perspective, right? It's an integrated suite of both the infrastructure, data, AI, ML, as well as compute functionality. And the CDN delivery is just a component of that. Um, we're also seeing a lot of um, media companies coming, bringing their compute workloads into the cloud to do things that they need to do for their dams and for content manipulation. And this is just another extension of that workload on the media CDN side for the content delivery. Yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, I don't think anybody would expect Google just to get to the CDN game for the hell of it. It's it's obviously got to tie into your other products and services, which it does. We've obviously seen some of the other cloud competitors to do that as well. That's why they've offered it. Uh, now, when we're talking about live events, when you're going to add, or sorry, I should say live streaming down the line, are you going to be looking at having live events on the platform that are more, more of a one-off? And the reason I ask that is, you know how much goes into planning a a large scale live event that takes place for just two or three hours. Is that really worth your time or for live? Are you going to focus on more 24 seven linear, longer form? Uh, So at at this point in time, I don't think that there's a a particular set strategy, but I absolutely would agree with you, right? You know, short form, you know, two hour window is really tough. It thrashes the networks. Uh, It's not exactly the style of content that we want. Um, But I think that is just the nature you know, you're offering a platform like this, you need to be prepared to handle those kinds of spikes. I think one of the benefits that Media CDN brings to the platform is its depth and breadth of the platform allows us to readily absorb those kinds of impromptu spikes that, you know, customers go from zero to, you know, 10 terabits per second overnight or overnight in an hour, right? And then it goes away an hour later. Um, and that's really tough to have that capacity just sitting, waiting, idle 
on the off chance that someone might use it. Um, so I, I think in general, uh, we would expect that we're seeing more, uh, the customers that are coming to us early on right now are definitely more in the, in the 24 seven live linear than the small events. But again, I, I think it's probably too too soon to kind of say what type of customer uh, would be coming onto this live platform. Um, the key thing that I'd come back is customers that need that would use media CDN if they need a lot of depth and breadth of the platform. This isn't a this isn't a platform where a customer comes along and wants to do you know a gig of traffic. Right. That's just not a fit. Which, which makes sense considering the size that you are. You, you talked about uh, capacity and some things like that. Is, is Google going to be talking about uh, the capacity you have specifically for the media CDN? Are you going to be putting out any numbers in terms of size and network or simultaneous streams of any kind? Uh, so not at this time. I think, you know, you know pro- perhaps maybe down in the future, we might be able to surface some of that data. But at this point, the platform itself, uh, if you think about as it's a shared platform with componentry from YouTube, the platform elements for the media CDN are segregated. So there's not a lot of overlap in terms of like content caching and things like that. So you, there's no concern of getting things squeezed out because, well, YouTube's always going to take its, uh, take priority. That's not the case here with this platform. This platform is you know, specifically built for Google Cloud customers. To support large, you know, terabit scale petabyte delivery uh, capabilities. Okay, great. I'm glad you highlighted that because I was going to ask, just in terms of getting the point across, that I really don't want customers in the industry thinking, okay, like we're just going to dump our stuff on the same stuff YouTube is, and like we're going to compete for cash space. Yeah, it's it, it's a question we often hear uh, about that. Um, but you know another thing, just to kind of uh, pivot a little bit here, we often hear, well, you know, to back to your earlier question of why does Google want to get into this space in the first place? You know, why would you know why would that happen? Um, and I think part of that is goes back to the fact that Google has already uh, deplo- pre-deployed this infrastructure. This isn't essentially a new CDN platform in the context, like you know, we're going from the ground up. The gear's already in the ground. This new control plane, the new data plane that's wrapped around media CDN is really allowing us to expose, particularly in places like emerging markets, in places like Brazil and in Africa and India, uh, exposing this deep infrastructure deployment that is pretty much unrivaled in the marketplace today. And then... Is the goal going forward with this, Dave, to turn into a, a partner ecosystem for media services? So Google acquired Avanto in uh, 2016, and and that's been operated, I know, as as a as a separate entity, really, from Google Cloud. But down the line, are are you looking to add functionality where it's more? Let's bring in partners for ingestion and transcoding and whatnot, or or are you going to add more of that functionality to the platform? So I'm trying to figure out how much are are you really just focusing on delivery? person end-to-end video ecosystem well for certainly extending the platform it's actually i i'd kind of characterize it it's a combination of things between like first party native services that google cloud's going to bring to the table so for example um today we have a transcode api a live api as well as uh, an api for ad insertion into video 
right? That's already at first party. But we're also incorporating uh, third party uh, vendors through uh, the Google Marketplace. And so the intention here is you know, to kind of allow content providers to kind of string together the services that they need, all uh, obviously hosted on Google Cloud, ultimately, but it doesn't need to ex uh, exclusively exist inside Google Cloud, right? So um, one of the capabilities of Media CDN is being able to leverage uh, origins that are outside of Google. So it's not a situation where it's a... a kind of a, a, a closed uh, a, a closed environment. So if you have infrastructure at Google, great, you can do that. Are there elements that you might want to bring from third parties? Sure. You can either deploy them and run them inside the compute platform within Google Cloud, or we can just go externally and fetch them and pull them forward. So there's a lot of flexibility in this platform. Got it. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. And then let's talk pricing for a minute. You and I had this conversation, but I obviously want people to hear this. So we're going to have some people, no doubt, just from the news today, they're going to go out and go, ah, oh my God, Google out in CDN space, they're giving this stuff away for free and they're going to undercut everybody. That's obviously not the goal here. No. That's not, that's not what you're looking to do. Um, while I understand you're not giving out pricing, we've, we've talked about your pricing in the sense that it's going to be competitive with everybody else. And frankly, over the last year, pricing from the major CDNs that I've seen through the you know survey I do every year is all amongst one another. It's usually around 10 to 15% uh, pricing wise. There's not a huge gap. So yeah. can you just sort of reinforce the pricing strategy? Sure. Yeah. There's definitely in the CDN, in the commodity CDN market, there's definitely a bandwidth race to zero uh, in that sense. I, I think the, the pricing strategy that Google is taking uh, in this a particular market is we're really looking at it holistically. So what is the customer spending inside of Google Cloud? And it's not so much of, uh, uh, of, you know, like how low can I go on my, on my media CDN delivery price? But we're really looking at it from a discount structure of what is the, the, the total cost? Uh, what's the total contract that the customer is bringing to Google? And then we can discount accordingly to that. Right. So, uh, we don't, you know, so typically customers are making revenue commits to Google Cloud. They're not necessarily making a monthly CIR commitment, um, that you might find at some other, uh, content delivery vendors there. So it gives, uh, it, it gives media providers, software download customers a lot of flexibility, right? Like I don't need to consume it on a fixed period of time, right? Or there's cyclicality in the business. And we, kind of extrapolate that and say, all right, well, we don't really care in, a, in essence when you consume it, so long as you consume it in some period of time. Makes sense. Larger bundle contracts for different services tied to a revenue tied to a revenue commit. I mean that's that's common amongst the larger larger customers out there. So I would expect that from Google Cloud. Uh, two other questions, Dave. Definitely appreciate your time. I know it's busy today in any B show. So uh, one is just, is there anything you can talk to about uh, egress fees, no fees? I mean, we hear so much in the market when it comes to egress fees, and, and this wasn't something that, that we previously talked about or was in the release. Is there anything there you can talk to? Um, so what, in terms of uh, pricing or are you just in terms, just in terms of, of, you know, are you going to have egress fees when it comes to CDNs? You know, some, some cloud providers that have tied in CDN give C, uh, egress credits against the cost. I just didn't know if there was any strategy there you could talk to. 
Yeah, I think in that sense, it's it's definitely more traditional. Um, so there are egress fees associated with the outbound bandwidth. Um, I think where this sometimes comes into play is the the we'll call it you know the cash flow the midgrass right coming from a compute infrastructure to the CDN for the edge delivery, um, and that's something that sometimes gets negotiated around because uh, if you think about how the pricing structure is with most of the cloud service providers, you have an egress fee out of compute, or if you have to go off off premise to go get the content, there's typically fees associated with with some of that. So um I think so there's a little bit of variability there. Which is- okay. Makes sense. And then and then the final question for you. Uh no doubt Google is, you know, one of the largest, if not the largest network in the world. You obviously have so much experience there with YouTube. I can't even remember how many years now Google's owned that, but it's obviously been a long time and and not just short form but long form and then downloads and then live. Obviously, is is big as well across the YouTube platform. So uh, we know you're large. We know Google has expertise, but you know, no offense, myself or no one else is going to give you guys credit until you can prove yourselves in the market, right? It's all about not just the the size of your network and the quantity you have, but it ties back to, as you know, talking to customers every day, performance and quality. So, what is it that you're going to use from either a methodology standpoint? Our measurement standpoint to really go out and show customers, hey, we can compete just like every other CDN out there. And, and frankly, we think we're better because of GGC and some of the relationships that you have with ISPs around the world. Yeah. So I think um, on, on that point, I, I think one thing to maybe kind of call out, right, when we talk about GGCs, I think it's important to at least highlight that this Media CDN architecture is really predicated on a multi-tiered architecture. So in, in some sense, if you think about how other CDNs are built, right? Some CDNs have a lot of ISP carrier uh, deployments and they don't have a lot of uh, kind of core infrastructure. Others tend to be only on a singular backbone. Uh, and so this particular platform for Media CDN is a bit of a hybrid of that where there's deep edge deployments inside ISP networks. In conjunction, the multiple tiers are backed up by infrastructure that's, uh, that's homed on Google, uh, on Google premises with connected with Google fiber. Um, so when you say in terms of like how we're going to uh, kind of prove ourselves on this, um, you know, I, I think to a certain extent, we can still point to the heritage of the fact that YouTube's been around for a long time. It is this large, scalable platform, but at the end of the day, when it comes down to you know the quality of service and the the scalability of this platform, those are kind of two key hallmarks that we think that really help us kind of stand out in in the marketplace. Okay, so it sounds like with that though, you're still going to use some of the traditional methodology of certainly in the video side, time to first frame, buffering, rebuffering, packet loss. Absolutely. Yeah. Throughput value. Yeah. It's not necessarily going to be inherently different there. Um, I think, you know, there, there are certainly some nuances I think that can come out in the kind of the technical details here. Um, but I know we're kind of, kind of running short on time here. So, uh, I want to kind of respect that time there. Yeah. Thanks. No, I appreciate that. I mean, this gives people a good high level overview. Are you also going to work with third party companies just from a QOE standpoint, or are you already doing that just so you can have third party data that compares? From we're, their we're, 
Yeah, we're already doing that. So we're working okay. with the the uh, the the uh, Citrixes of the world, for example, um, partnerships that I think we're uh, a couple of other partnerships that we'll be announcing with some of the other more common uh, kind of uh, traffic shaping companies out there. Okay. Yeah, I would expect that. I'd be shocked if you weren't. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, absolutely. customers are going to be looking for that. Okay, so um, I, I think this is very straightforward in terms of what you're offering today. Hopefully, this clears up. I know some questions people are still going to have. You know, you're Google, right? So obviously, anytime you do anything, people take note just because of the size and scale of who you are. Especially when you're talking about video, as you mentioned, just the scalability of YouTube, the amount of countries that you're in. The amount of content that's being uploaded to YouTube every minute, right? I forget what the latest number is, but it's just absolutely ridiculous. So it's it's going to be yeah. interesting to watch you guys in the market for sure. I, I, I'm more interested to hear uh, from customers you know, later in the year, just in terms of how they see you from a performance standpoint. Also, how you perform in certain geographic markets where other CDNs may not be strong. Mm-hmm. That's That, I think, could be a potential advantage for you as well. Absolutely. I think those are one of the, the, some of the key things, right? That and other elements like API first and our near real time reporting functions, right? Like things like that really help kind of distinguish us in the market. Uh, when it comes to kind of the DevOps, no ops, you know, that the many media customers are looking for these days. Yeah. It's what they all want. I mean, it has to be ease of use for sure. Well, Dave, appreciate your time. Um, I, I know we're all busy here with, with the NAB show, but I appreciate your time. Uh, for those listening, if you have additional follow-up questions, you can reach out to me, Dan at DanRayburn.com. I'll try and answer them for you. Uh, I'll ask Dave whether or not uh, he wants to take any questions from people. If they send them to me, if he does, I'll forward them over um, and, and just let you be in touch with him directly. Uh, Dave and I are at the NAB show. So if you're listening to this, you know, NAB, you can... Uh, well, you can try and track us down, right, Dave? But um, that's going to be difficult <laughs> yeah, over busy. the next few days. We are all over the place. But uh, if you do have questions on this and, and you're listening, you're at NAB. I'm at the Streaming Summit on Monday and Tuesday all day and then Streaming Experience on Wednesday at the show floor. So you're welcome to come by and ask ask me some questions. And and I will be doing additional blog posts uh, just in terms of what Google's working on with this. So, Dave, appreciate your time. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, Thanks everybody so much, for Dan. listening. We'll be back next week with my co-host Mark Donigan covering a lot of news from the NAB Streaming Summit. Till then, thanks for listening and have a great day. If you enjoyed the show, send it to a friend. Think Dan and Mark are wrong? Let them know on LinkedIn. And be sure to check out Dan's blog at streamingmediablog.com.